Hey guys, what's up? My name's Ines. I write kissing books. And today, I'm having a bit of a breakdown. And I don't have a clue why. Want to solve a mystery? Let's break it down. We talked before about the thriller beats. Today, I want to go over the mystery beats. Because mysteries start out pretty much like thrillers do. There's the crime or the threat where you see a dead body or evidence of a theft or a crime. There's a seed that gets planted that will be crucial later on. And there's also the story question that gets posed of who done it. The second beat is the adhesion to the case, just like with a thriller. But in a mystery, you're going to have a cop or a detective or a PI or an agent or more often than not, an amateur sleuth. The adhesion to the case gives us the hero or the heroine because they're the ones that are going to answer that story question. They'll come up with an initial theory as a potential answer to that story question, and it's usually incorrect, but it serves as a plan. And we love our plans here on The Breakdown because a plan sets our hero or heroine off on a course of action, which leads to an obstacle. In a mystery, the obstacles are that you get about three suspects and a killer. That's a rule of thumb. It's also Agatha Christie's mystery formula. So she's a genius. So let's use that. As we're investigating these three suspects, before we get to the killer, there's always a reminder of the danger. It's the all is lost moment where the hero or heroine is in peril. With all the clue gathering that they've done, looking at these suspects, they've changed their minds, but now either the killer or some circumstance has put them in peril and the hero has only one choice and that's to go forward to the end. They're in danger because they may have come to the wrong conclusion. They may have chosen the wrong suspect, they could have put their whole team in danger by one of the decisions that they made, or they put themselves in danger at this point. This dangerous point is also when the confrontation comes. Remember the confrontation in my patient or pacing method is the very last obstacle that a hero or heroine needs to face in a story. But this confrontation can last for the rest of the story as the hero has to come at this story question a few different ways before they actually win. My favorite mysteries and thrillers have the speech in praise of the villain. This is when we figure out the why did they do it. When the villain gets up and does this little speech explaining why it is that they did what it is that they did. Why they killed the person because they wronged them. Why they stole the necklace because it truly belongs to them because it was their ancestors. But this speech can only happen when the hero is in peril and they're in an unwinnable position. This is the perfect time for the villain to get up on their soapbox and give this speech. But this speech also answers the story question of who done it and why did they do it. The hero will triumph because that's how stories work and they'll come to a resolution. This is when the hero finds a way out of this peril moment and they thwart the bad guy and they save the day. Let's go through these beats with one of my favorite shows, Castle. In the pilot episode of Castle, we see a dead body first in the teaser. But there's a voiceover going on introducing our hero, Rick Castle, who is a famed novelist of mysteries and thrillers. We're also introduced to our heroine, Detective Kate Beckett, who is in charge of solving the crime that we see playing out on the screen. Both of these characters are clearly experts at what they do. Castle is an award-winning novelist. Kate is a lead detective in murder investigations. We also get a bit of personality, especially with Kate as she's gathering the clues to this murder. Someone makes the comment of who says romance is dead and Kate answers, I do, every Saturday night, which gives us a glimpse into her personality. Meanwhile, with Castle, as he's taking the stage and getting all the praise for his latest novel, we see a confrontation with his publisher who demands that either he turn over his latest book 
or give back the advance. The adhesion point comes when Kate notices that much of what's happened in this murder scene is based on the murder in one of Rick Castle's novels. So she goes to find him to bring him in for questioning. The initial theory is that this is a copycat murder using Castle's book as a basis. Now we come to the three suspects and the killer. Technically, Castle is the first suspect. But as his alibi is quickly established, we move on to suspect number two. As Kate continues on with her investigation, she's looking over fan mail that's been delivered to Castle, and they find another potential suspect in a fan of his. They go to the suspect's home and find a murder board. It just so happens that the suspect is hiding out in a back room, and they capture him. Crime solved, right? Mm, Castle doesn't think so. Castle insists it's all just too easy and he never would have written it this way. His certainty makes Beckett doubt herself. Also, can I just say that my favorite part of Castle is that real life thriller and mystery authors make cameo appearances in many episodes. With Kate having doubts, she continues on the investigation and finds a third suspect. She finds this third suspect when she goes and she does an interview with the first victim's father. Kate learns that this father is ill and all of his money was going to go to his daughter who's been murdered, but now it's all going to go to his son. Which brings us to, spoiler alert, the actual killer. So we've had three suspects and now we find the killer who's the brother who is the actual killer because he wanted to get that inheritance. But before they catch him, the hero gets in peril. It's Castle, actually, that gets in peril because he's been meddling so much in Kate's cases that she handcuffs him to her squad car while she goes up to interview the brother. But the brother slips by Kate and makes a run for it. The brother is able to take Castle hostage while Kate is pointing her weapon at him. Castle is able to turn the tables on the brother and get out of danger. But before Castle gets out of peril, he has a moment to give a speech in praise of himself where we learn that he killed his sister because she got all the attention and he thought he should get that inheritance. Castle had so much fun working on this case that he's finagled himself a permanent spot as a consultant with the NYPD, which means that he and Kate are going to be working on cases for the foreseeable future. In addition to being a mystery series, Castle also has a fantastic romance subplot, which is the reason that I was there for it. Hey, do you want a more in-depth exploration of pacing? Try out my course, Patron of Pacing, How to Write a Binge-Worthy Novel in 21 Days at anestwrites.com forward slash PTP for Patron of Pacing. You can also read more breakdowns and chat with others on my free Substack. You can find that at anestwrites.substack.com. In the meantime, you guys know what to do. You go and get the words and me. I'll try to keep it together until the next time that we break it down. I'll see you then. Bye.